King. Hello, Beard. So that's probably going to be the last time that is heard, seen, whatever, for a little while uh, in the way that it used to be seen, heard, listened to. Uh, things are changing a bit. Um, we realize that we're kind of in a world without wrestling that we really love and engage with, so we're going to do our best to, uh, to see what we can do about thriving, but at the very least figure out how, uh, how we're going to be surviving. So this is the first episode of something we're calling A Heel's Guide to Survival. It's how we um, are getting along and, and new things that we're doing. So King and I are going to talk a little bit about fun stuff we've uh, brewed up, uh, things that you've helped identify for new content, and then maybe do a little live troubleshooting to talk about what that means for, for us moving forward. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we kind of conceived of this, and, and you, you kind of had the brainchild. Um, I mean, what what are you what are you feeling? I mean, I I know that we talked about this a little bit on previous podcasts, but I mean, what are what are you doing? What are you what are you watching? I mean, what what's going on with you? Well, um, things are bad, but you know, I think that's to be expected for most folks. This is probably for most people who. Um, this is the most challenging moment of our generation. <laughs> um, we're li quite literally living through history on all sorts of fronts. Um, and that is um, interesting. It's, for someone who enjoys history, it's um, challenging. For someone with um, mental health issues, I don't talk about my mental health that often, but I have severe anxiety. Um, a couple years ago, I had a really bad bout with depression, um, and depression, manic depression runs in my family. Um, my dad was severely manic depressive. It's one of the contributing factors that led to his early death. Um, I don't sleep very well. <laughs> I take meds for that. Um, on top of being diabetic and having epileptic seizures due to um, traumatic brain injury. So I got a plethora of stuff that can all combine. That's not gone really well, probably. The last um, 45 days has been really bad. I was good at the beginning of all this, but um, seeing the world kind of burn around you. Um, and hoping that it'll rise from the ashes to something better and trying to be an ally to other folks who have it much rougher um, and are going through a hard time is, you know, trying to figure out where your, um, where your place is and all that. Um, I can't go out. I can't protest. I mean, I think I've seen you in person from six feet away. I've seen your brother. Um, I've seen Boonski. Um, I've seen um, my wife. I see her all the time. 
my wife. Uh, my wife. I have seen we had a, my... we had a, uh, a golden triangle with uh, Nate at our ten foot intervals on your on your <laughs> uh, driveway one time. Um, and I've seen my in-laws. Um, in fact, I'll quickly mention this. This is kind of because um, because of a, a medication issue I had right before the pandemic. Um, my white blood cell counts and my platelets dropped to a point where they um, thought I may have cancer. They weren't sure. It turned out it was a med issue that was messing with my liver. Um, but my numbers, while they've bounced back, they are on the cusp of accept being acceptable. Um, the number is 70 and I'm at 70. Um, so I was told by all three of my primary physicians, uh, my neurologist and my GP, and then my person who prescribes my psych meds that um, if I was to get COVID, it would, I would be in bad shape. I, I may not make it. So I've had to really socially isolate. My work's been awesome. We're not going back until next year. Um, but that's also hard because a lot of my work involves face-to-face -face interactions with people. Um, so like I'll use this last two weekends ago as an example, I had a uh, birthday party for my niece. Um, we've skipped birthday parties here. She's 13. She really wanted us to go. My wife is, ex my wife, she's extremely close with her family. Um, and it's killing her right now that she can't see him. She's used to seeing him at least every two weeks in person. Um, so I was told we'll be outside. I'll have, easily be able to maintain social distancing. Um, and then we would stay for a short period of time. We were there for eight hours. We were in a garage that was shut. Um, I think I was around people probably for two hours of that before I just went to another room and just stayed isolated. Um, I like my in-laws a lot. They're good people. But they made some jokes that I did not find as far as about COVID and also a joke about seizures that I got really upset about because I was like hey you, you people see me have those and they're not fun and it's not something I find very funny to joke about um so like all that kind of stuff just builds up and builds up and builds up and you get really isolated and you get really frustrated um so kind of coming full circle to our podcast um Wrestling really just kind of, I know I've said it before, kind of broke my heart a little while ago and I haven't been able to find a whole lot of solace in it. Um, I haven't really been able to find a whole lot of solace in anything. So um, I don't think that I'm like where I was a couple years ago where I spent a whole month like in bed. <laughs> I couldn't get out of bed. Um, but I had a couple anxiety induced seizures which sucks that's one of my triggers um i've got acid reflux from anxiety right now so when i get real worked up i just throw up it sucks um so i haven't felt like doing a whole lot of what we normally do and if, when i get like this i'm pretty honest about it i get to be kind of a crab ass even more so than usual. Um, 
I get to be difficult to deal with and I lose interest in the things that I normally enjoy. Well, um, we talked about that, and, you know, previously, and I think it's, it's one of those things I think that when we chatted about it, maybe on the podcast or maybe off, you know, you said that, and I, I feel this too, I think that it's, it's part of, you know, kind of being isolated and, and also kind of depression is that unless you're really forced to do something, you're not, you're not going to want to. And occasionally when you kind of get to that thing, um, you'll enjoy it, but like you have to get there. And, and sometimes that takes kind of, you know, kind of being pulled uh, against your will. And that's something that we always kind of said about the podcast. We don't, we don't want it to be something like that. You know, we don't want it to be a, an obligation or something that we feel like we have to do. Um, but we want it to be something that brings us happiness and, you know, helps us um, process things and get to interact with, with cool people. And sometimes those people end up being shitheads, but Hey, you know, that's life. <laughs> can't win them all. Yeah. So generally, yeah. generally I'll have what's called like a neurological bounce back. Um, so I'll kind of slide pretty hard and I'll get to be like, even where Cassandra is kind of like, God, you're crabby um, and you're tired and you're not sleeping and you're just being weird. And my speech will sometimes be garbled and I'll have auras and um, the like, and then I'll have a seizure. Um, and then I bounce back. Like she always likens it to like, I start to act like myself again. Um, so I had a pretty, I don't remember it. I was asleep, but it will occur up. I had one Friday night in the middle of the night and I woke up a couple hours later and I was like, why do I feel like I just got beat up by a gang of little people carrying small wooden bats? Um, like children or, or like little, no, like little people, strong little people who were just like, they will have their revenge for something I did. Um, I feel like I had the shit beat out of me. Um, the first day is always kind of, I mean, don't cross the lollipop guild mother lover. Yeah, no way. (laughs) Um, but the second day is always the worst. So yesterday, like I felt really bad. Um, and I can still feel not great. Like my stomach muscles are super, um, hurt because apparently I bent like a moon on my stomach. So like my... (laughs) My glutes hurt real bad. <laughs> my stomach hurts. My neck hurts because I guess I was twisted backwards. Um, and last week I had a one two where I was just bent completely wrong, and I was on my side, but my arm was behind my head. Um, I don't know how I got there, but I couldn't get it back because you now my shoulders are just shot from um, sports and college. Um, so I actually had to have help. I was like, "Help, help me put my arm back where it goes." But so they've been a little frequently back being kind of frequent and, but I feel like uh, I got that reset today, which was really nice. Nice. Um, So how does this affect everything while I'm rambling about my own bullshit? Um, I have not felt like doing this. Um, I haven't felt like I've had anything to say. Um, I don't like to do the podcast just to do the podcast. I like to have like, Purpose, something, purpose, something, but or something I feel passionate about. Sure. I'm not, yeah. I'm not good with just um, doing to do. I never have been. 
um, which is good and bad. Um, I think it helps me stay true to myself but at the same time and life. Sometimes you just have to do to do. Um, sometimes yeah. work. Occasionally, sometimes, occasionally work is just that. like a crab ass. <laughs> um, so um, we kind of talked a couple weeks ago and I was like, I just don't want to do this. Um, we had to come to Foley. No, it's not that I don't like wrestling. I don't want that to be like what anyone takes away from it because I do. Some of my favorite people that we know, we know through wrestling. But well, it's not like you haven't been watching wrestling. You've no. just been watching wrestling that makes you happy. <laughs> yeah. But I think that I don't have a, any stake in what's happening right now because as we've talked, there's no local wrestling going on right, right now. And sometimes I can get really frustrated with that because I know that it can be better and I know how hard a lot of the people who are involved work and how much it means to them and I want it to be the best it can be for them because they're good people you know I can't say that unequivocally because other people we thought were good people were not but I have I tried to stay um positive in that fashion that until they do something that shows me otherwise that they're they're good people um it's also hard because as we've talked off the podcast we were used to being involved in all that and um even at points where we were working for people i don't think we necessarily liked the direction and then came to dislike them as people later um you can always get excited about like it's like the day of the show you know if you've ever done theater before and i was forced to do theater because my mom and my aunt and my uncle were all like big wigs in the community theater um so yes i've worn tights i've been a sprite i've been a lot of different things haven't enjoyed a lot of it but i did it because it's kind of like you have to um it's there's a palpable energy to that like when we would go to do um to do commentary regardless of like how i felt um when we got there it's like you know it's game time it's it's time to get that energy and there's such a feeling i mean the last show we did for heavy on i was sick i mean i was real sick i ended up having walking pneumonia and like walking up and down the stairs at Clyde, I would I was just pouring sweat. Um, my voice was going. I was like eating cough drops like every five minutes, and you were like, you know, we don't have to do this. You know, you know, we can stop. But like I, even though I was sick and I was miserable, I had fun. Like yeah. it was like we were doing what we do really well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I feel about wrestling locally. Is like I, I miss it, and I. I am very aware that it's a contradiction for me because I miss it so badly, but um, I also know that, you know, people die from this or 180,000 people are dead. They're not coming back. And, you know, conservative estimations say it's going to be a lot worse. Yeah. So um, that in itself is nerve wracking. Um, and I know you've had people that have passed because of this and I have as well. And it's, it sucks because it's just so confusing. 
um, for a multitude of reasons. So um, I've had no interest in doing podcasts. I've had no real interest in talking about wrestling um, beyond just like watching a match or five and be like, hey, this was really good or this was not so good, but here's the link. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out like what we could do and you um, are a geyser of ideas. Um, when you go off, it's not like, hey, I have like an idea. It's like, hey, I've got like 50 ideas <laughs> on Let, paper. Let's try to narrow it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, in, in a spreadsheet. <laughs> I, w- I would like to try all of them at some point, but these are the like top 25. If we can narrow that top 25 down to the top 15, then I can think about it and then we'll do a top seven. Um, so, well, you know, and, and we did that, you know, I mean, if you yeah. haven't listened to episode 225, I think it was super fun for us to go through and just kind of like mine our giant, you know, cache of, of ideas and kind of throw <laughs> 10 of them out. Um, and so, but I, but I think that episode 225 is essentially kind of the last episode of volume one of whatever we're doing. And I think that uh, when we were looking at what we wanted to do and we started talking about all these different things that we're going to chat a l- little bit about and kind of give you a, a bit of a, a kind of preview or kind of our thoughts on why they bring us joy and why we want to be doing them. When I was putting together a video, I was like, you know, last time we kind of got into something deep, we said, what if we kind of, what if we make this a season? What if we say this is kind of, this is a new season? And I, and I think that uh, that's, that's how I ended up putting it on the, on the, the kind of bumper for everything that we're, we're starting. Because I, I feel like we're moving into kind of a new season of Heel Turn Radio and kind of what we're doing and kind of what we're bringing under the umbrella and not kind of shuttling off to the side is something else just because it's not like strictly wrestling wrestling um like it's all a creative endeavor and it's all us and and we're heel turn radio i mean that's 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 the brand baby um and so yeah you know i mean we we talked a lot about you know if the podcast doesn't bring us uh kind of out of our seats then like what do we want to do and what do we want to try out and like, how could we connect to people? Because I think that that's the other thing that I'm missing a ton. As, you know, perhaps everyone knows, I'm a pretty big extrovert. Um, and so it's one of the things I really miss about wrestling is kind of being around our community and, and you know, interacting with, with wrestlers, but also interacting with all the people that we've gotten to know, you know, that come out to shows or photograph or, or ring announce or, or promote or, or anything, you know, I mean. Be rude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, drink with us, uh, PWG style. Um, but, but yeah, you know, so, so you had already been, um, running a game with, a with a friend from your childhood that has kind of a streaming server or channel on, on Twitch. And so we, you know, we thought that, that that was maybe a good place to start in trying to reconnect is, is thinking about things outside of podcasting, how we could use video and like live interactions to like facilitate <laughs> some of this not being so like, like strangely like consumable content, but it could be interactive in a way that we could continue to like support and build 
build community with this because I feel like that's the other part for me of heel turn is is the fact that like we connected to so many people um and I feel like we we kind of have a community because of wrestling and so um yeah I, I don't know well you know when it comes to to domains of dread you know that was something that um I've known Duke basically since gosh grade school um and we we made our own games up and played them, you know, in his basement um, when we were kids. In fact, a wrestling RPG, strangely enough, where we just made the rules and just, you know. But I've known him forever. He's super smart, very creative. Um, and uh, he was doing this TTRP theater channel. And, you know, he said, you know, I know you run a bunch of Dungeons & Dragons. Would you want to do it? And so I did it for a year. And um, the partner um, for that got an amazing opportunity to work for the game company that produces Cult. Um, but before that, there was some kind of talk about what the second year would look like. And I was relatively excited. Yeah. Um, I know yeah, we talked about this. They have like a super staunch business plan. And really, you know, I felt like they were they were thinking about it on a kind of a level that we've talked about, but we've never really executed. Um, and so that was, I mean, that was exciting to me and starting to kind of think about those for heel turn radio in general, like, man, if, if we thought about it like that, not necessarily as a job, but basically like thinking about it as something that has goals or like has, it is aspirational, um, beyond kind of like, we'd like to call a this person match, or, you know, I'd like to be able to say Ariba King again on commentary at some point, you know. Um. So, and I think in some ways, too, that's, their plan was great. Um, but then they, due to this relationship and how things kind of turned out, they had to shift gears for their um, Twitch games and move just to Colt. And I don't play Colt. I don't run Colt. Um, not really something I wanted to do. Yeah, just um, in case anybody's wondering, we have not joined a Colt. That, that did not happen. Um, at the same I want, time... I want, to, I want Purplesaurus Rex, and I want... I want a custom Adidas tracksuit, and I want I want some I want something delightful for shoes. Like I want some checkerboard Vans. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, it was a, a mutual friendly parting of ways, and mm -hmm. kind of one of the things is I was already coming to the point where, for multiple reasons, Domains of Dread had kind of. Um, I don't know. It hit a point where I felt like it was been a, it had been a year, and um, the channel went from like just my game being horror to like every game being horror, and I kind of was like, "Man, this sucks!" Because now I'm just lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Um, and I probably horror is kind of my. Um, I don't know, it's, an, it's a security blanket, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, and I felt like I had ridden that horse really hard, really long in a couple different games. So I kind of wanted to 
be done with it for a while. I mean, maybe it was sort of also just bring me down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, felt like we got to a good stop place where we could stop. And I had an idea and I've had it for a while about another game I wanted to run that was going to be more um, fantastical and a little more, um, a lot more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, so um, we agreed to kind of split at that point, And that was, you know, what it was, was what it was. Um, so that also was the thing where you were like, hey, I see this is going on. Um, this would be a good opportunity for us just to put the game on um, our channel um, and, you know, kind of use that momentum to kind of go into these other things that we've talked about doing. Um, so let's just, let's do them. I mean, that's kind of, again, part yeah. of, part of your MO is like, it's like, let's just stop. I'm done. You're like, I'll tell, we talk about it for a little while. We talk about it, it goes on the back burner. And then one day you're like, I'm done talking about this. We're doing this tomorrow. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've learned to give myself a little bit more lead time than that at this point, but I, that's definitely my generally, MO. But generally, you know, I mean, and we're pulling back the curtain here. So, um, but generally what has happened is you've planned, like you just have either planned outside of like conversations we've had, or you've thought about it and you've put like a lot of effort into it, or you've, you've talked to other people, you've um, networked your idea, you've refined it. So when like you decide to do it, it's not like you woke up in the morning and said, I'm just doing this. It's like, I've thought about this for a while. I've refined it down and now I'm, I'm ready to ready to go i would say you know one of the things for me that has been difficult is like i feel like in some ways uh, which i kind of mentioned earlier it's like i'm kind of burned with the whole like there's certain words that i just i don't even want to hear anymore i don't want to hear like monetized i don't want to hear content i don't want to, those are words where i'm just like i just i just want to do the thing or i don't want to do the thing like I know we talked about this before. It's like, let's, you, you know, you're one of your mantras about this is we do it till it's not fun anymore. And then we don't do it. Um, and I kind of have, I think fallen on the far end of that where it's just like, I just want to do stuff that has my creative um, mind going um, or I don't want to do it because it's just, I don't know about you, but I just feel like every day is the same fucking day. Yeah. Even the weekends feel like work days. I just yeah. feel like I'm, I can't escape work. I'm in a black hole of it. And it just really, it's exhausting. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, doing like the video things that people have seen the last couple of days and spending some time to do something different, like flex a different creative muscle, um, even though it's, as I said, kind of bargain basement editing. <laughs> I, and see, I disagree. Uh, to me, it feels it feels super DIY. It feels super like, hey, use the tools you got, like, yeah. and, and we'll make it as good as we possibly can. It, it has a charm to it. I mean, yeah, and they're I mean, good. And that's I think that that's why it's fun too. They're good. Yeah, they're not bad. It's like I've. Like, as Doug and I were working on the Space Haven thing, and I was like, well, what, what about this? And he's like, that's terrible. Like, that looks bad. I'm like, no, it doesn't. He's like, yeah, it looks terrible. Like, that looks bad. Like, your stuff looks good. My stuff looks bad. 
Um, so you, I mean, I think you don't give yourself enough credit with that. Those, those things you put out, I mean, for me, I saw those and I was like, oh, you know, this makes me excited for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think I have not had for a while. Um, yeah. so, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, that's why it's fun, you know, cause like I see it and then like, I get to watch people's reactions to it, you know, like sharing it, um, you know, when we play a game or, you know, sending it to somebody and, and, you know, getting to hear what they think and to get feedback. And honestly, I feel like, you know, I haven't done any video editing for a long time. We were just talking about how, how it's a challenge to do this when I don't have kind of a good video editing software, computer or whatever, but um, it, it does, it really, I thought a lot about how I'm going to be delivering content in my professional life and had a couple of really good conversations about what do you want people to get out of this? What's the goal week by week, you know, piece of content by piece of content, what do you actually want someone to learn or what do you want them to take away from something? And I've been trying to think about saying content. <laughs> well, but, but, in my professional life, Here like that's what it's like. What what do I want them to take out of? Well, staying generic, what do I want somebody to get out of a lecture, or what do I want someone to take out of a like a module of learning? Um, and so for me, it's the same thing with this. It's like thinking about for each of these games, for each of these get-togethers, what what do we want them to take away for from Twitch? What what do we want people to feel with those Twitch games? You know, like you said. You know, horror, even though it's a security blanket uh, or, you know, it's something you can kind of lean back on, you know, Down in Outlands has a totally different vibe. Part of that is because Warrior made, you know, kind of these super fun, like 80s uh, inspired backgrounds. But that just like, when we're collaborating yeah, like that, it feels and like... The music, and the yeah. music that Duke did is absolutely kind of echoes that, which is so funny that he did that and Warrior did his thing separately, and yet they mesh together really well. Yeah, absolutely. But it feels like commentary. You know, this all feels like we're creatively riffing off each other again, which I don't feel like we we get a chance to do as much with the podcast, you know, uh, where it is right now. And so I think that kind of ending the first season of Heel Turn Radio or the first volume at 225 and, and even that interview that I had a chance to do with Francis Wright um, on video was super fun. You know, we're gonna still kind of do things like that from time to time. We reserve the right for a Heels Guide to Survival to be interviews or whatever the hell we want it to be. Um, but we didn't want it to be well, an obligation. Well, and I think that's one thing, you know, if you're talking about us doing this is, um, while we may not be going like, you know, asking questions about wrestling necessarily. Um, it would still be really nice to get together with our wrestling friends and just chat. How are yep. you? What are you doing? You know, how are you doing? How you doing? Um, you know, Which? What, are you, what are you watching? What are you playing? You know, what are you, yeah. what are you, what are you reading? You know, and, and then just discussing it for a period of time. And then, you know, just for that, keeping those connections strong and letting people know that, even during this very strange time that, you know, we um, were there for him and that we, you know, while we're, while we're apart, we're still a part. Mm -hmm. um, 
Ooh. I think that is something that hopefully this will kind of provide. Yeah. So we're going to be putting out um, a lot of fun things for you to watch or listen to or however you want to consume them. Um, there's a preview that we're putting together that should be out now uh, for Down in Outlands that was kind of an intro that you did at the end of Domains of Dread. There's a couple trailers. We're trying to kind of put out a trailer for each of the fun things we're doing. Um, the big long list of things that we had or asked you to vote on, we're going to be piloting those on the off weeks from uh, down in Outlands, maybe maybe some other fun, random, streamy things as we as we feel on Twitch. And then, you know, one of the things that we're like really craving was getting together and just hanging out. And so I'm hoping that this can be that and also like bring Dive Club back on Fridays. Um, our friend Clark Feldman, referee, uh, angry dad, disappointed dad, not angry. He's not angry. He's just disappointed. Which affiliate? <laughs> Twitch affiliate um, started playing games and we were like man wouldn't it be fun to like get together or like get people like motivated to, to watch Clark and we were like why don't we do things like if he's going to stream on Friday why don't we do like something fun on Fridays and we just started talking about it and we were like man we should just bring back Dive Club you know we can all hang out and chop it up and we're going to be playing Jackbox games and a bunch of other fun stuff um, every Friday so I, you know I hope that that'll be a really fun way to get folks together and you know it's a hang, it's a hang and bang you know? yeah a hang full of bangers yeah grabs and taps baby yep. so um yeah so um i guess check out all the the fun stuff that's coming out we're still gonna be putting out tasty boys uh dndt comes out every every tuesday every tasty tuesday down in outlands will be every other monday and on the off off weeks, we'll have Heel Turns Presents, which will be those pilots or some other funky stuff on, on the Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Heel Turn Radio. Um, uh, we'll have those mini-series games as well. So, like, yep. and this is, this is a call to arms. If you're interested in running or playing, like, a three-part game, um, yep. we would love to talk to you about it. Um, I'm going to be doing some non-Dungeons and Dragons games. Um, and we're going to use them somewhat as games in the bank in case a Monday has to get canceled. Um, we're going to be starting off with a Star Wars three-parter. It's We've got a really good crew of people. Um, these will be recorded so they won't be live, but um, Casual Dog has outdone himself when it comes to the graphics and everything. It really, it's pretty sweet looking. Um, and, you know, if you are interested or you have an idea or there's a game that you feel is, um, deserves some recognition, um, that you are really wanting to play, then let us know. Right now, you know, we're going to do this three-part Star Wars Powered by the Apocalypse engine game, um, and it's going to be a blast. And then, like, on the docket, um... I've got a desire to run Hellboy, probably using the new quick start rules, which is 5e, but, you know, it's Hellboy. I can't, you know. Worldwide wrestling. Worldwide wrestling, which, does this mean we'll see a return of Full House wrestling? Oh, baby. Oh, God. We're gonna, we're, the one thing, so, so one of the things, 
you know, going like speaking about all of this is like, we're going to try uploading content that we've done in the past, uh, old like favorite episodes of, of Heel Turn Radio from the archives um, onto YouTube, which means we, we have to avoid copyright strikes. <laughs> so it's been really interesting to kind of dive into that world in making these previews, because a couple of those previews, I was like, oh man, I want to use Mark Mothersborough Attack on Ping Island, um, which we used to use for Dive Club, or I want to use... Uh, so so um, another thing I would say is if you are a local musician <laughs> who would like us to yeah, who would like us to credit you, um, get at us. Yeah, you got um, any non-copyright or things that won't get pinged? Let us know. You want to donate a licensing fee? Let us know. <laughs> um, so, you know, being able to do some of those things, like some of those other games, um, by the honor and some other things that, it, like, I think we talked about doing Avarice at one point, um, would be super fun. Casual Dog and I have talked about doing a couple of things. We'll see if that comes to fruition or not. Um, but I think just based upon what did really well in your polls, um, you've got like some really interesting things, and I, I, you know, you going out and being the go getter you are, um, talking to folks, and you know, while we are not in the spot we were in before, where you know we were talking to individuals in, our, in the local wrestling community all the time, like almost every weekend, um giving them the opportunity to come in and um, do something different and flex different creative muscles, um, I think also is a really fun endeavor for them. Hopefully they'll see it that way. And we'll have a lot of people that you, if you've listened to the podcast, um, will see kind of pop in and out and hopefully you know, take it as a, as what it is. It's an opportunity um, to just have some fun and, you know. And for um, people to get to know them better. You know, I mean, I think that that's been one of the best things about meeting people, even if, you know, (laughs) even if there's some people that, you know, don't act, uh, you know, in, in life as they act on the microphone. I think that the overwhelming majority of people that we've talked to and gotten to know have been such a, have been such a huge part of why we love doing this. And so I think that trying to find as many opportunities to continue to kind of elevate um, those conversations and help fans and other wrestlers, promoters get to know or learn about some of these folks that are just awesome. Uh, I think that that's where where we want to be. And if you are a local person and you're kind of on the fence about things like that, I would just talk to Oren. I think he would be the first one to tell you that being able to get in and play a game that, you know, allows you to be very imaginative and play a character and try to build that is a really interesting exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we do have a lot of people in our local scene who they're so good at at building who they that what their persona is um and being like you said not who they they're really not the person they're playing outside of you know 
Um, I will use Ricky Norn as the perfect example. Um, Ricky is, I don't know if there's very many people who have a better persona and a better kind of aesthetic than him. Um, but he's not that person. He's just amazing at creating that person and then falling into that role and making it completely believable. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exceptional. That's talent. That's um, definitely a lot of work and effort put into it. So being able to give people the opportunity to do that under a lot lower stakes, um, as well as like, you know, being able to come in and talk about things they're doing and things they're interested in. Um, or, you know, I would love to hear like Bill talk about what he's read lately. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we have a lot of very interesting people that are directly or peripherally involved with local wrestling. And I think it's a good opportunity to give them um, a platform to go out and do something fun. Um, I know there's other things that we've talked about for some time that would be Tyler's spooky stories is one, um, you know, <laughs> that would be interesting to like see them come to fruition. Yeah. But, but, you know, time will tell. I mean, I think this is a good opportunity for not just us and not just those individuals who, you know, we, are, we have decent relationships with, but, you know, Nick, who is an absolute phenomenal, um, high quality producer. Let's just be honest. He's a producer. He produces. Yeah. Um, casual Doug. Doug gets bored. <laughs> and so he does things like spend three months becoming a carpenter or, you know, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, make a computer program that does this. Um, you're just like, all right, Doug, whatever. I'm going to go play Minecraft. Um, you know, we have people in our circle that are have always been there and have a lot of times been just a step behind the scenes you know making everything we do better um if nothing else just contributing ideas and inspiration um but also a lot of times just physically making everything we do better yeah i think you know giving them that same platform i mean who wouldn't want to hear nick talk about drafts Drake, maybe yeah Woo! i was thinking about it the other day it would be really funny to go back and like um pick a year and then just draft from that year and then the totals are accumulated by the games are already done so you don't know <laughs> but like telling like you can't go back and and pick this uh you can't go back and look statistically it's just literally by name yeah. So I'm um, kind of on an honor system. I thought that'd be kind of funny, especially for someone like him who, you know, he's, he is knee deep in that. Like that's his jam. Yeah. Um, and that's your jam. I, I think is the understatement of the century. I think he's neck deep, but. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, doing interesting things with interesting people yeah. um, to hopefully entertain, not just ourselves, but others would be really cool. Um, yeah. So I think it's a very honest and creative endeavor and that's something that i you can't tell by my tone of voice but i'm pretty excited about it 
And I promise. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell by that glimmer in your eye, King. And I promise. Oh, yeah, Daddy. That um, as we go along, you know, I will attempt to be a little less droll and maybe be a little more of my normal gregarious self. But I also will be honest, like doing what we're going to be doing is my hope for it is to be like our old man copies in the driveway. I mean, it's just kind of a chat and for folks to be able to be in that since we can't like have that. We've talked for a long time about doing like meet and greet, M-E-A-T. Yep. Um, can't do that. Can't do it. Sit so in the same just, room, do a MST3K. MST3K, yes. Yeah. I, I, I hit it on the first time. Dude, that's like that's like you and uh, Shinsuke uh, Fuji. Shu, Fuji I'm Warren. not as bad about Nakamura as I am about <laughs> Taka Michinoku. Michinoku. I, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I still couldn't say it. Uh, by God. By uh, God, Michinoku, driver. Um, so, yeah, so... Yeah. So check out the new content. It's going to be fun. This is, you know, a big step for us. And, you know, we hope that you'll enjoy it. If you want to make something with us, if you want to chat with us, if you, if you want to be asked questions by us, or you want to ask us questions, let's, uh, let's find some fun ways to do it. And uh, yeah, check it, check it out. Heel Turn Radio everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch.tv. Go give us a follow, subscribe, hit that bell, pow, pow, pow. Uh, Smash that subscribe button. Yeah, smash it, baby. Uh, Uh, Yeah, you know, ideas welcome, characters welcome. This has been uh, episode one, uh, or lesson one, of A Heel's Guide to Survival. I am the beard. Session zero. Well, session zero. All right. This is the primer. This is the introduction. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, uh, week by week, though. Okay. Mm-hmm.